to unemployed actors, to unemployed actors, they're just between projects. Hello everyone, I'm Max. I'm Sam. We are Two Unemployed Actors and this is the podcast, just in case you, you don't know where you are. Uh, we've got so much to talk about today on the day where Taika Waititi is, is confirmed to be directing a Star Wars movie uh, and yes. co-writing it. Uh, we also had confirmation that Nicolas Cage is going to be the Tiger King. And we've got a few Netflix shows to talk about. Sam's practicing a new script and much more, so make sure you like and subscribe and listen up. First of all, new Star Wars, Taika mm. Waititi. It's conf- the rumours were rife. I mean, it was pretty much confirmed before it was confirmed, if you know what I mean. But uh, <laughs> it's actually official, which means they've paid him enough. Uh, yeah. And, <laughs> and he's going to co-write it as well, which is exciting because remember the humour he injected into Thor and made yeah, it a bit more interesting, a bit more depth to the characters. Yeah, he's awesome. It's going to be so... Oh, I just can't wait to see what he can come up with. I mean, fresh out of Academy Award for screenplay of Jojo Rabbit, which is yeah. still one of my favourite movies so far this year. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I just can't wait to see what he does to Star Wars. I'm sort of... On the one hand, I'm, I'm nervous because I'm, I'm like old school, the original three movies, love them, still my favourite. And it's a bit hard now. Disney's pumping them out every... Well, Disney's pumping them out every 30 minutes. But... Uh, I'm kind of, you know, but on the other hand, I'm excited to see what this genius can do to yeah, the excellent. Star Wars Empire franchise. Mm. <laughs> More like a franchise empire. He'll, he'll, yeah, he'll add some of those comedic aspects as well. He directed the, I haven't seen the Mandalorian series. I haven't got Disney Plus. I've got bloody everything else. But yeah. uh, <laughs> I got Foxtel. I got, I got, I got Stan, Netflix. Uh, there's something else I'm forgetting. And I don't know, the bills keep coming. But, but you don't uh, have Disney Plus. What a, <laughs> what a horrible Plus. life, Max. Oh, I'm sheltered. Oh. So apparently uh, he, direct, he, he directed the finale of season one of The Mandalorian and it's been uh, yeah. so successful that yeah. it's also done what Disney wanted it to do and bring subscribers into their new Disney Plus platform. But Fair the second enough. series is is into production. It's been greenlit. It's going. Very it's good. happening. Lots of Star Wars. I'm, I'm excited. I'll mm-hmm. just move so you can see on the camera my um, wonderful prop there, the oh, yes. Star Wars Millennium Falcon. I have to show it every now and then, Sam. It took me three weeks to build. I know, I know, I know. Well, I wish I can see it, but, you know, you, just, you don't give me the luxury of seeing I've, your face. I've, I've posted so. photos on uh, on uh, on social media. And, uh, well, we'll be back in the studio soon. We're getting close to real life coming back as opposed like to pandemic here. life. I like it here. I don't get to, I don't have to no, talk to you no, as much. You can't hide Set in it the up. dark. Talk to you on the podcast. That's it. You know, it's a fake relationship. <laughs> like Everyone knows five it. seconds before. Yep. <laughs> Are you ready? Yep. And then it's the Sam that we hear, like he's no. really like this all the time. And then it's back yeah. to bye. No, ya. it's gonna, it's gonna be. Yeah, no, you, you, you call me. You're like, "Are you ready?" I'm like, "Shut up." And then we just go. <laughs> like, who is this? Is this you again, Max? What? Are you recording already? Oh, is it today? Oh, f- <laughs> is it today? Yeah. Oh man. Tiger King is the gift that just keeps on giving. Am I right? I mean, it's just well, I mean, amazing. I it, Before I go into how cool it is to have Nicolas Cage playing Joe Exotic, and once it's announced, I mean, that just seems obvious, right? But uh, <laughs> but uh, but I I shared something on my personal pro a personal social um, mm. about a couple of people who convinced Carol Baskin that they were from the Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon. 
and okay. they were happy to do an interview. And she said yes. And so there they are pretending to be Jimmy Fallon while getting the first interview since the series from Carol Baskin. It's That's warped. Crazy. It's it's crazy because <laughs> they used sections of audio of Jimmy asking questions, and he's had the cast of Cats on. He's had an actual cat. He's <laughs> so referencing cats. So oh there's God. enough there to make it look like, or I should say, sound like. Yeah. That he's asking the questions. So anyway, I'll, I'll link it to our social on Two Unemployed that, because it's worth legal. a look. You can't. Well, How's that not been? <laughs> it's probably why we haven't done it. But uh, <laughs> that, that hasn't even been taken down. Like how? How no. has that not been taken down? Yet? I, so many questions. Once again, Tiger King gives us a gift, and we have so many questions. <laughs> I wish I had answers, but it's too good. To look away, it's like a slow-moving car crash. So I'll link it in our social because it's <laughs> it's pretty it's pretty funny. Talking about Netflix shows, the reason I haven't watched Tiger King yet is because I'm watching a new limited series called Hollywood. Oh yeah, um, have you heard of it? No. It's very cool. It's uh, set in 1947 Hollywood, um, so oh, just after the, the classic war, golden era. Yeah, yeah. Well, golden era. But what is it between 1913 and 1969 was the golden era. So yeah, smack bang in the middle. And it's created by Ian Brennan and Ryan Murphy, who both did Glee. Um, um, right, right. And the politician, which I, I think you haven't seen yet, but I've spoken okay. about on the podcast before. Uh, the yep. politician. It has Ben starring Ben Platt from Dear Evan Hansen, uh, who's amazing in it. It's a great show. Jess and I are waiting for season two. We're just like, come on. <laughs> um, so they did that. Um, Ryan Murphy did American Horror Story. It's funny. I don't know. You, you hear a lot about Ryan Murphy. You don't hear a lot about Ian Brennan, but they have done a, quite a bit together. And it stars David uh, Corrin Sweat and Darren Chris from Glee as well. He, star- he, he um, acted in Glee. Uh, is there lots of singing like the Glee thing, or is no, it just no, no. a bit it's, more so of a doco style approach? Yeah, no, to no what singing behind the scenes. No singing, not even like it, it's a story. So there's a lot of new faces, but there's some like the Jim Parsons plays uh, Henry Wilson, who was the actual agent of Rock Hudson. Right. And you've got Holland Taylor and Dylan McDormand, and they're they're all in this show. And it's so it's set in Hollywood, 1947, and set in a studio lot. It was set in the Hollywood, but it's a lot of the story uh, is done um, in a studio called Ace Studios, which is based on, I think, MGM Studios, mm-hmm. which was a big huge. studio. Yeah, huge, massive. Because um, they used to have lots of stars that were contracted to the studio in those days. Like they'd have yeah. to do, you know, five movies exactly. with the studio. And they were locked in. Yeah, exactly. And that's how this show's written. And it's got this guy who wants it. So David uh, Corrin Sweat plays... Um, a guy named Jack who who wants to make it big in Hollywood and he meets a guy. It, it, actually, it's it's a lot about who you know and not what you know. And yeah. they, he, he meets people through this and then he gets contracted to the studio and he's a movie star, all this stuff. But it, okay. it, it tackles like the, the topics of having a black writer and a black uh, lead in a, in a film in 1947 mm. and being openly gay and stuff like that. So Rock Hudson, so there's a guy who plays Rock Hudson. So a lot of the characters, it's it's really not, it's not really based in truth because a lot of it is not what happened, but a lot of the characters right. were real people. Like so Rock we'll Hudson was a real person. dramatised based on some Yeah, exactly. So Rock, so Rock Hudson was a real person and there's a guy who plays Rock Hudson yeah. in this and yeah, Henry Wilson. Sorry? 
Rock Hudson was a great actor. Yeah, he was great. And so Jim Parsons plays Henry Wilson, Rock Hudson's agent. Which it's it kind of gives you an insight into how crazy Hollywood was back then, and it's still oh, yeah. like crazy now. But it's just like some of the dark stuff that was happening and the how studios people had so much power in those days. It yeah. was incredible. Like they yeah. could control a star. So people much. would be manipulated. I, Jess Absolutely. and I were reading an article Absolutely. actually about how studios would make women put like a new morality section in their contract and right. make women have abortions and be unmarried because it made it look scandal like scandalous wow. if they did. And the old marriages where they put the stars together to manufacture a relationship and yeah. all that sort of stuff. It's interesting now how much the powers swung away from the studios to. Um, actors who are producing more. Like you exactly. look at like an idol of mine, Reese Witherspoon, who through the teen comedies and dramedies uh, to a point where she's optioning great stories to bring them mm. to life, uh, books and um, a, a booming production company. Uh, yeah. I, 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 you know, that's just amazing to have that much sort of control um, yeah. and influence. It's, yeah. it's totally different to back in the day. Yeah, exactly. And it's a great show. Like, Rock, like obviously Rock Hudson was put in a heterosexual marriage just to fake that for publicity and all that stuff but in this show they kind of make it more of a happy ending than it actually was um and you know he, he opens up about being gay and all this stuff and and it, it, it's it's a very it's quite a cool show like the costumes are awesome because it's set in 47 okay. and the cars are sick and all this and all the settings awesome um it's just really well made and the the title sequence the intro to the show is is pretty awesome as well so how many um, episodes is it? And it's on Netflix? It's seven. Yeah, it's on Netflix. It's seven episodes. Meant to be a limited more. series, but people are saying, as we know from, from Ryan Murphy, he generally doesn't stop there. So hopefully, Jess and I finished all seven episodes already, but hopefully, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> hopefully there'll, there'll be more. Speaking of series, I discovered completely by accident, just flicking through Netflix in a bored moment. Mm. Uh, I think it's a French production. There's so many, so many dialects in it. Uh, it's based in Europe. It's called Into the Night, and okay. it's like a Lost, but more believable with with characters that are better written and and I think you know more depth to them, and they're just a bit more interesting. Okay. Um, I say Lost because it's a people on a plane, and and a lot of drama happens. It really, oh, yeah. it boils it boils down to a, a a drama around normal people mm. who in in extraordinary situations, and and how they change and how they interact, et cetera, and how they solve problems that keep cropping up. Um, I think it's about seven or eight episodes. I, I watch it all. I couldn't help it. It was amazing and, and mm. um, really recommend it. It's a, bit, it's a bit more grittier than a loss, but it's still quite not. There's, there's humour in it. What was I mean, it called again? Real characters. Into the Night. Into the Night. So individuals that, yeah, they do lose it at times and they do get happy and all that sort of But imagine, you know, they're... St- they're, they're this guy's just got them on a plane, uh, just normally to turn up the airport to go somewhere. And all of a sudden, um, they realise there's an issue mm. around the world based on some catastrophe and uh, they just can't land where they think they can. And the drama, and they have to go in a certain direction, otherwise they cark it. They die. It's all over. It's <laughs> really interesting. And that's all, <laughs> it's really what's it on? Uh, Netflix. Netflix as well. Completely by accident. Some of those uh, European yeah. dramas are quite good, but this is awesome. One, I'll tell you one that's really dark. Oh, my God. Another, another accident that I tuned into called uh, Get In. Okay. And not Get Out. It's Get In. This is 2017, but I think it just dropped on Netflix recently. 
Um, it's based on a true story. And this couple goes away on holidays, let the babysitter look after the house for a couple of months while they're traveling mm. in the in the caravan with the kid. And just said, look, you know, look after the place. As long as you pay electricity bill, whatever, you know, we're fine. We'll see you when we get back. They turn yeah. up, the gate won't open. They can't get in. The lock won't open the gate. Mm. They're, they're, well, no, sorry, it's our house. They call the police on them because here's the rental contract saying, yeah, it's theirs as long as they pay the utility bill. Go away. Yeah. And yeah. and literally, it it's this couple, how they go from an oh my God moment, okay, get a lawyer, we've got to do this, this is ridiculous, it'll be solved in five days, says the lawyer, to this whole like clockwork orange type ending where it's just insane and it is rated r 18 plus it's like it, it goes it dark what and it's based it on a true story it's phenomenal what did you say it was called get in it's get in. i think it's a french canadian production actually okay. but it's it's just ridiculous and the fact that it's based on a true story i don't know how one of these loosely based on or but it it's it's pretty full on. Oh my God. it's really full on it just goes okay. full clockwork orange towards the end it's just massive but um i did not expect it like it's one of those ones you just watch and go oh yeah like a popcorn movie but it starts to draw you in and you just can't look away you got to work out what's going on because you feel for them yeah you right know? the house is just taken away from them and the law is on the side of the well they signed the contract saying they'll pay the utilities utilities were in their name yeah, and uh, so they're they're they've got a right to be there, and you have to go through the court process mm. to kick them out. And then there's a freeze during winter where you can't evict people in winter for obvious yeah. reasons. They'll freeze to death. Uh, so they end up for weeks and months and months trying to get the house back. It's it's I, I think a phenomenal story, just really cool. Yeah, right. That sounds but, good. But uh, it goes all a bit Kubrick towards the end. <laughs> it's like no, really. one. Oh God, it earns its R eighteen oh, plus. Oh, you've got to tune in. Imagine that. You turn up in your house, someone's in your house. It's, no, it's, it's ours. We changed all the locks. Go away. Mm, yeah. Not your best day. No. <laughs> and it's certainly not the best ending for them. Oh, no. my God. Anyway, I don't want to give too much away, but that's that's worth a look. So it's good that we've been enjoying Pandemic to, you know, broaden our horizons. Yeah. it's it's. I'm um, going to definitely watch Hollywood. I'm going to tune into that because that sounds it. awesome because I know a lot about that old studio system. What's this new script you were alluding to? It's another script that Grant has given Jess and I uh, okay. to practice for self-tapes and whatnot. So a scene but challenge for you? It's a, it's a longer one. It's about, I don't know, four or five pages. Okay. Um, and it's, a, it's called Consequences and it's about um, kind of a... Uh, uh, siblings um and but we're going to play it as kind of a couple relationship yeah, but a guy kind of gets out, get, <laughs> a guy kind of gets out of prison weird. it's like you're doing those romantic scenes with your mum oh day. yes back back in forgotten. back in like podcast number three or something i mentioned that <laughs> go back and watch it guys the quality was shitter and we're shitter no. but the stories are just as good but the stories are just as good <laughs> Romantic self tape with me, mum. That should be a slogan. That should be that. <laughs> that should be two unemployed slogan. Um, oh dear. Yeah, no. So he he just gets out of prison uh, from drugs and whatnot. Um, yeah. And kind of get comes to a door and says, "I need a place." And it's that kind of right. tense relationship mm. and um, drama. It's interesting. It's really cool. Like we we practiced it in an American accent. Not that we were going to do it in that accent, but it was yeah. just fun to do that. And then. 
keep your dialect um, fresh. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, also, we've started Supernatural again. You remember that TV show? Supernatural. Did you ever watch no. it? So it's on no. Stan. It's with, um, I forgot the actors' names, but it's been running for 15 years. They're up to season 15. Is It's finishing this year. Season 15. 15 a long years. one. Yeah. Must be doing something right. It was very, very popular. It still is very, very popular. The generation's and that's why grown up watching, watching it. Yeah, has, the, has the storyline sort of matured along with the audience or are they just keep I've, getting I, fresh so I, scenes? I tried watching it when I was 14 and had nightmares uh-huh. for four weeks. It's a, it's a thriller kind of uh, TV a bit darker show. than you thought. Yes. Not but then Batman Je- in tights running around saying power. Yeah, exactly. Jess watched up to season nine. Um, okay. Stopped watching whatever. So she's um, ahead but, of you. Yeah, but we've started again now, and we okay. were because the pilot's quite scary, and she remembers it as being scary as well. And we started watching it, and we're looking at the CGI, CGI like yeah, this is uh, this isn't as bad as we remember. But you know, it's when you're also funny is that when you revisit a storyline and characters at, later on in life, and you look back at it and go, "Wow, that's." You look at it completely differently with life experience. It's yeah, amazing. exactly. And um, so we're starting that, and obviously you've got 15, we've got 15 seasons to get through. Um, <laughs> but usually, you, you know, usually shows finish in, what, season eight at the longest? Oh, when yeah. it, Even if they're very popular. Unusual. 15 yeah. is very unusual. Like, like, forget about Home and Away, you know, that's just, you know, they don't even have freaking seasons. <laughs> They've got to be but, doing something right to get to 15. So that actor, that A-A-C-T-A, that actor um, uh, comp that Jess and I went for, I think we're, they're revealing the shortlist tomorrow. So that's exciting. Wow. So how many, how big is the shortlist? Um, I mean, obviously it's short. I think it's a shortlist of like 10 people. Okay. Or something. If I remember excited? correctly, I could be completely Are you excited or are you nervous? Um, I'm excited to hear it. I'm not really nervous. Like, what's if okay. I don't get it, I don't get it. You know what I mean? <laughs> you still get you still get yourself up in front of them. So yeah, exactly. Me. And um, what did it say? My thing has had 35 views, so that's pretty good. My video, okay. so good. Hopefully, it's just like the judges just watching it over and over again. Yeah, I know. Oh, like, they left themselves. So the cutoff date was sun last Sunday, and they left themselves what like a week and a bit to cipher right. through all these so so it cut off and then they had just over a week to review it all well i guess with pandemic life you got a bit more downtime perhaps yeah 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 i guess but like still that's, that's, a, that's a lot what, what's to, the maximum time that each was allowed to be each short each bit each each audition each mm. comp it's the same script everyone had to do the exact same script okay so that script was probably about mm, two three minutes okay yeah so it was a script that they'd written um, applying to now, talking kind of about isolation and viruses and coronavirus and stuff. And it's about kind of a relationship between, I guess you can, you can figure out who it's between, but we did it more like a couple um, yep. and talking about selling items. And I don't know, it's a weird thing, but they've written it for this comp. So you can watch a lot of people's on YouTube. It's, very, it's quite funny, actually, right. um, to see other people's and see how different they are. Sounds it sounds really cool. It'd be interesting. I mean, giving everyone the same and seeing mm. just how different the end result yeah. can be. That'd be it's, fascinating. It's funny how many people overact, and obviously, I used to be like that, and obviously, will be in some scenarios that I'll have to be whipped to be like, "Oh yeah, whoops, 
I'm not. I'm not meant to be. But it's know. not. It's not. It's not center stage in the musical. No, song. there's a lot of people who overact, and, and I didn't realize. You know, like you, you go. You're not the only this one. This is I more. Guess, so. Yep. So I found out today. I found out today that Extraction is greenlit for uh, a sequel or prequel, whichever direction I want to go in. What the movie? The movie. It's not a plot-driven film. It can't do the, that. The, the well, the way they left the <laughs> ending ambiguous, and the characters that they developed were so they can do prequels or sequels, and you, it, it, it'll still carry a full oh story, God. so to speak. I, so basically, I read that Netflix. It, that it was like most watched Netflix premiered yet, like 90, over 90 million, million households or something. Over 90 million people already have seen it. Yeah. Um, the Russo brothers will work on the script uh, from now. Uh, oh, and no. once that's finished, it'll get greenlit, one hopes. One, uh, sure, with 90 million reasons. I want to be in and that next Hemsworth, one. And Hemsworth will be back on board. I, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I, I want to be in that next one. I'll, I'll, play, I'll play Chris's son or something. Yeah, I gotta work on my core. Get my six pack happening. <laughs> no, I can be his like slightly, slightly chubbier son or something. Slightly chubbier, more Netflix and chill, less yeah. get out and run. And some, somehow son. I'm twenty and I'm his son. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's possible. <yeah. laughs> so that's that's that's. Uh, I'm I'm pretty excited because I, I knew going in like it's not going to be heavy on. You know the plot, and that there were some interesting moments where it was a bit gritty and real, and and certainly a bit full on every now and then. Like Are they the getting Sam Hargrave again? Yeah, yeah. So I so I think they uh, absolutely. So unlike I mean, us, he's worked with the Russo brothers for ages with all the Avengers, and um, uh, you know, been second unit director and in charge of all the stunts. So who who better to have in charge of an action flick? Um, they were absolutely spot on to get him on board. I'm going to have a behind-the-scenes update on the YouTube channel so you can see more of how the studio's evolved, especially this COVID pandemic world, mm. getting the most out of the deck and all the rest of it. You've been listening to Two Unemployed Actors. I'm Max. I'm Sam. Be sure to like, subscribe, listen on your favourite podcast platform or watch us on YouTube and you'll hear from us next week. Bye. See you, guys. Two Unemployed Actors.